This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, Joe Ostrowski with you on this Monday. We are going to break down the South region in this segment. But before we get to that, BetMGM has an exciting offer for March matchups. It's a first bet offer, so if you don't have a BetMGM account yet, I think you should definitely take advantage of this. Or just make sure you use that Refer a Friend program and tell them your friends or family to use this promo right now. So all you have to do is download the BetMGM app or visit BetMGM.com, sign up, obviously make a deposit, place your first wager and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. Now, if the bet does lose, your bonus bets will be available once the wager is settled. So exciting. Take advantage of that offer. Again, if you already have BetMGM, make sure you tell your friends about it with that Refer a Friend program so you get a little credit as well. So the South region, uh, I think this one's interesting. Alabama, Joe, has never been to a Final Four, and I think they could actually make that happen this year. It seems like those distractions, they've been able to put it behind them. It did seem to affect the team for a little bit there um, over the last few weeks. But according to Ken Palm, in adjusted defensive efficiency, Alabama ranks number three in the country. So Mm -hmm. I'm high on this Alabama team in terms of my bracket. I think it was a team I was looking to fade when this off-the-court stuff was going on. But now I'm starting to think they've turned things around and figured this out. It's, it's been a few weeks since all that went down, and uh, I think they put it behind them. Well, it was fair if you were fading them because they, they weren't looking like the same team. They were pushed to overtime uh, a couple of times. They, they lost the regular season finale to Texas A&M. Like they were clearly struggling in, in our world. They were not covering point spreads. Uh, they get to the conference tournament may, you know, basically a week off before that. And I don't know if it was a reset or whatever Whatever it ended up being is uh, these teams that they were oh so familiar with, they dominated. Now, were they tested? Yeah. Not really. Mississippi State, Missouri, <laughs> Texas A&M, pretty good. We talked about them uh, not getting enough respect. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, they, they did have some big wins, something they were not doing uh, most recently. Uh, so – Yes, impressive. Third most quad one wins in the nation with thirteen with a thirteen and five record in those quad one games. We know what Brandon Miller can do. Dude can take over a game. He can dominate. It's it's what you're looking for, as far as on the court. So, um, they should be a one overall number one. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. What do you think about that? Because I I was thinking that if they could make the case that someone else could be the overall number one, they they would do that. But the way the way Purdue stumbled to the finish line, they couldn't be it, even though 
they they end up uh, uh, victorious <laughs> yesterday. We we know that um, UCLA with the big injury, they couldn't do it. It's like it was hard to make a case for another team. I guess you could go Houston. I saw a lot of people banging the table for Kansas. But if we're just going off the basketball, which is what we're supposed to do, what the committee's supposed to do, and, and the losses that they do have, 29-5 and record, I mean, you talk about top 10 teams. Uh, Gonzaga very buzzy yesterday. If they, they were the three. Oh, yeah. Uh, the metrics love UConn. That was an early loss. They lost to Tennessee. Metrics love them as well. So it's not like these losses were bad by Alabama. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have a problem with them being the one. And uh, the path looks pretty good. <laughs> looks pretty good. It really does. They, they face West Virginia, second round. What do they call it the second round? Only so one much. person likes West Virginia on this show. There's one. There's one, one Paul. I mean, it was, the, it was the first bet I placed. I mean, it had to be, but I mean, they put a one up there against Maryland and I had to jump right on it. So that's moved up a little bit to two and a half. I more or less agree. Arizona looks pretty good. Arizona looks yeah. pretty good. Um, I do think I, I'm holding some Creighton futures too. I don't hate their path to the elite eight where they would face in Arizona. I think Arizona's mm. got mm. like the seven ten. I think they'll handle either Missouri or Utah state or kind of similar Baylor. Good guards. This is not your Baylor teams of the past, I don't think. Uh, I, I guess Furman is kind of trendy. It's definitely a team I've heard about, but that number's coming down yeah. from six and a half to five and a half. San Diego State, Charleston. I do feel I agree with you guys. Like Charleston is the everyone's talking about Charleston. San Diego State. Their losses were all good losses. They were all top fifty teams, I love except for New Mexico, Aztecs. who was fifty-two. Now, yeah. Mountain West hasn't won a tournament game since 2018, so take the Mountain West at your own risk, and I've been one of those people last year. Um, overall, it's, so I would you did what You did what last year? You faded them? No. Or you? No, I backed like oh, Colorado State way. against Michigan, and yeah, got <sighs> caught in that trap again. So yeah. try not to do that again, but I probably will. To some point, like I'll probably take Boise against Northwestern, um, at least catching the points. I would say this. I'd be intrigued on the number on West Virginia against Alabama. I do not think I would consider Maryland against Alabama. Maryland, no. they're just they, – I know they're, they're okay on neutrals, like three and two. They were terrible on the road. Awesome. And mm-hmm. West Virginia – the problem with West Virginia against an Alabama, like I think they will beat up a mediocre team like Maryland. They have not – they'll like hang with a good team like a Kansas or a Texas for like a half or three-quarters of the game. And then the final score will be like double digits. So I don't know that they can get it done against Alabama. Maybe they could play like a similar style like an A&M and fly around a little bit. Obviously, that is that did not get it done yesterday. You were just waiting for that game to become a blowout yesterday with A&M and Alabama. So overall, yeah, I, I see a pretty good path for Alabama, but I think I'm looking at Arizona in this region. Hmm. Okay, yeah. I, to I win, understand to win it all? No, I think uh, definitely to the Elite Eight. I think I might okay, have them yeah. coming out of this region, though. I might, but I mean, Creighton I think I'm Zona beating season. Baylor. Okay. That's how I lined it up. And then Alabama and Arizona. I, I mean, I know it's chalky and it's early, but I just think Alabama will probably win this region. What, what about um, the team we uh, mentioned off the top? The numbers really like them. 
They had a six-game losing streak, and they, they were viewed coming into the season as a really nice option. They go they go six and zero, oh, and then they lose six six in a row, six and six, and they kind of got back on track for the most part. I you know I would say they did overall, and in what I would uh, say is the second toughest conference in the nation. What do you think about Creighton? You can still find a forty on Creighton. They, they're they a six seed. They go against NC State. A lot of people think that they shouldn't even be involved in this thing. Yeah, I'm on Creighton. I think Creighton will uh, beat like NC State. And then I have Baylor beating Creighton. Okay. I, um, yeah. I'm high on Creighton. I've got a 50, so not far off from that 40. Um, yeah. So I like that number of 41. I still think there's a lot of value there. Um and one of the most balanced team in teams in the country where there's not many. 28th in offense, 15th in defense on Ken Palm. They have a pretty short rotation, um, so don't know if that'll really become a problem. But they're getting better and healthier as the season goes on. Like you mentioned, they six losses, then six wins. They've got you know seven-footer inside and Cal Brenner and then Trey Alexander and a bunch of shooters. Alexander hits at 44% from beyond the arc, and they have you know shooters for days. Um, so the Creighton Arizona rematch that we might see in the Elite Eight, you know, mm-hmm. they'd obviously have to get by Baylor, but Arizona beat them earlier in the season by two. So I mean, they were right in that game. I mean, that could be that could be one of the better games of the tournament. I think Creighton's very live at that number. Have Have you seen any of those posted? Uh, Sweet Sixteen Elite Eight bets yet? I saw some yesterday. Yeah, one place okay. had them up yesterday. Started to take a look. So Creighton. To make the Sweet 16 is not a ton of value. Plus 168. Mm. Yeah, I think they will. But yeah, is that enough? What about Elite Eight? Because that that's first I've thing not that seen came to mind. Yeah, are we going to see think a that's two six? Yeah. yeah. If I see Final Four Sweet 16, uh, I don't see Elite Eight either. Yeah, those, sure those are, will pop up the next day or two. Look, yeah. it's fun betting a lot of fifties and sixties, but the reality is, uh, the the triple digits that that are, you know, very tempting to win the championship. And and I know, oh, you're you're just trying to put yourself in a position where you can hedge. Blah 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 blah. Okay, I, I I I prefer to take a look at some of those. Hey, if you're gonna bet a team that you think can have a run, and let's say you like their backcourt. You might, you might as well, if there's some value there, bet them Sweet 16 or Elite 8, something like that. Because it is, I mean, it's tough. It's really tough. But um, a lot of what you had to say made sense. And and you bet, if we go through this real quick, if we're talking about that 8-9, you bet West Virginia right away, you mentioned. And now they're, yep. they're what? They're two and a half favorites? Minus two and a half. Yep. Yeah. That's a big move. Um, San Diego State, Mountain West, they have lost eight straight it. tournament games. Eight straight. They're terrible ATS, um, and, and they're going against a buzzy Charleston. A lot of people are, are just going to write in Charleston. Uh, they're a run gun. They played a very fast pace. They shoot the second most threes in the country, so people are going to fall in love with that. But <laughs> This was a against, while ago. Yeah, they played November twenty eighth, and SDSU beat them by twenty. So I don't know. Yeah. I like SDSU. My West Coast bias coming in hot here with this one. <laughs> but um, I, you I, might be right. I, I don't know. That I think that's five telling. And a half. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't. It was I don't a while ago, so I don't know how much you could look into a November twenty eighth matchup, but they did beat them by twenty. Uh, the four thirteen, uh, BetMGM has Virginia favored by five and a half, so same number as that five twelve matchup. Uh, Furman getting a lot of chatter early on. At, at, I think a lot of people like to fade Virginia. Is that part of it as well? And maybe that's just because I live in Virginia, but they've been disappointed well, too. We've seen them. We've seen them be very disappointing, like all-time disappointment. So that's in people's heads forever, and they, and they hold that against them. Um, yeah, they were. They didn't have a great season. We know what they do. They're going to play slow, and they've got a strong defense. <laughs> they were higher in the net at twenty-seven, but yeah, I mean, all right, I, I, go ahead with Furman. But yeah, I think you're right. People do like to fade Virginia because they've seen them fail so many times and they don't talk as much about some of the success that they've had. Um, Creighton NC State. What, what, what's the number on that one? I'm not seeing it pulled up here. So it's bounced around. It was five and a half, then four and a half, then back up to five. So I think we have settled at five. Let me double check that. But I, mm. I like this spot for Creighton. I'll be laying it uh, with Creighton here. I just think that NC State is one of those teams. I think ACC, ACC fade, definitely. Um, and I just, yeah. I, I think maybe the NC State team total, uh, once they post those, that could be a look there. The, to, the game total is 147 and a half, but Creighton's defense, top 15. So I think that could be a look if you get like a 70 and a half, um, maybe even more than that to go under NC State. I, I, thought it was pretty interesting and i was surprised by this that since 2010 11s have a winning record over sixes and i'm not saying this is one where i'm going to take an 11 but because i do like creighton but man um you should if you're filling out an office pool bracket you should probably pick a, a an 11 or two because they have an above That's 500 record since 2010 i mean it's, it, i guess it goes back to the conversation about just how close everything is in college, six and 11. There's uh, not that big of a difference. Like historically people always talk about, okay, which 12 are you taking over a five? Maybe we should talk more about which 11s over sixes. Oh yeah. Arizona state could be an 11. Let's go. Sun devils. Could be. <laughs> could be. And get there. Uh, I hope so. Obviously I have yeah. them in my bracket, but I hope they buy. I'm just hoping, wishing and praying Mississippi state in the Midwest could be another uh, 11 to take a look at. And then Providence in the East. One other big move, um, the Utah State Mizzou total. So I was texting with some buddies. I was like, I'm waiting for this total to hit the board. I want to play the over. Comes out at 159 and a half. And I was like, never mind, under. And it's down to 154 and a half. Like, 54. That's wow. Yeah. Both have top 15 offenses, like to play fast, but Utah State actually plays some defense, and mm -hmm. Mizzou's defense is all turnover-based, so Utah State takes care of the ball. If they're not turning the ball over, it doesn't lead to quick points. Maybe it's not a shootout up and down the floor. Yeah, Missouri can't stop anybody, but good offense. Uh, Utah State, it's, it's one of those situations where if they're just – they shoot a ton of threes, so if they're not making yeah. them, they're gonna be they're gonna be in a lot of trouble. A tough day. Yeah, I like Mizzou. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. 
We're going region by region, but we got to take a little break next segment and go off the board because we know Joe O has to have a story or two from his trip to Disney. 